Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. In the booth, joining me is Josh Clower, and he is now the Director of Sales at Mujin. And Mujin, we've had on the show previously. One of Josh's colleagues came on and, and talked to us from the technical side of things. And Josh is going to tell us a little bit more about Mujin and, and kind of what they're doing here at Modex as well, which, as my understanding, is their, maybe their second show here in, in North America. So, so Josh, first, welcome to the booth. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here, really excited to be at Modex. Uh, really kind of a, a little bit of a coming out party for us here. We've got a, a lot of technology to show. Definitely. And and obviously, uh, you know, we, we've spoken before, but in a, a different setting a little bit for you, definitely. But, you know, now you're with Mujin. And, and like you said, it's a, it's a kind of a coming out party for you guys. You guys are, are newer to, to North America, correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah. We've been in North America less than a year. We're actually... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, not your your typical startup. We we've right. been around for over a decade, mm -hmm. primarily in in Japan. We have a, our headquarters in Tokyo, okay, and we have about 200 people globally. Mm -hmm. uh, really, just launched into the U.S. market about middle of, of last year. So we're we're actually right. within within a, a full year already already have won some of our first projects, deployed some of our first projects, mm -hmm. and have a lot to to offer to a lot of warehouses out there. All right, so a lot of room to grow, obviously, in here at Modex. This is a, this is the place to be. I mean, it's 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 pretty busy. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, in comparison, busy. right, to to what we know uh, the past couple of years. So, so talk to us a little bit about about Mujin and and what it is that you guys actually do, and what are these offerings that you're bringing to, to North America? Sure. So, so Mujin is is a robotics technology company. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have our our main product is okay. the is the Mujin controller which is really a, a new way of, of doing robotics, of, of mm. deploying robotics. So it's a physical controller that can manage you know, the safety of a robotic cell and has a, a nice, easy-to-use pendant. But, but really what's novel about it is the software behind the scenes. So okay. a, a different way, as I mentioned. So, so really we are modeling the space and doing real-time motion planning. So you're not programming the robot. You're actually okay. telling the robot about the scene, giving yeah. it high-level tasks, mm -hmm. and then using some advanced sensing to find targets, confirm mm -hmm. what you're doing. So 3D vision, 2D vision, force torque sensing, vacuum sensing, really bringing all of these data points into the, the scene, the model around the robot okay. to essentially create like this digital twin environment, mm -hmm. which then gives this new capability for robotics to manage variability. So robotics are typically good at you know, going to, from point A to point B over and over and over again, very right. reliably and very repeatably. Yeah. Uh, we now can account for some of the variability that you see within a warehouse. Mm -hmm. So it's... So, <laughs> Bringing applications like mixed case palletizing, mixed case depalletizing, okay. you really need vision. You need to understand what does that pallet look like so that mm -hmm. then you can pick it and put it on a conveyor, take it from a conveyor and, and pack it on a pallet. So really allowing for robots to be yeah. proliferated throughout the warehouse. Okay, very interesting. And then, I know you mentioned it's a, it's a robot controller, right? So so the offering from Mujin is actually the, the controller itself. It's not necessarily the, the robot itself? We, we usually create like this technology package right. of the, the controller mm -hmm. and an advanced gripper. We create grippers as well. So we okay. have standard solutions for some yeah. of the applications that we do, like mm -hmm. palletizing, depalletizing, for instance. Yeah. And then we package that with like a 3D vision technology as well. Mm -hmm. and, and all of this, every, every piece that is required like around the robot, that's mm -hmm. what we're creating. And, and we're, we're partnering with system integrator companies companies to build more end-to-end -end solutions. So what's bringing the stuff into the cell, okay. what's taking it out, conveyor, autonomous yeah. vehicles, autonomous storage and retrieval systems, partnering with, with system integrator companies to build all of that into a full solution. Got it. Very interesting. And, and so obviously, you know, I think a big part of robotics and, and focused, as you mentioned, has been on the point A to point B and also the, the picking aspect too, but you're talking a lot about the, the palletizing, depalletizing aspect. So so why has that kind of been the, the point that you guys are, are looking to maybe initially tackle for the operation? Well, it's it's really been a difficult application in right. the past. So there's, there's a lot of robotics companies and, and integrator companies out there that can deploy like end-of-line palletizing because they're getting 
cases that are that are fixtured on a conveyor and they're picking them and packing them in the exact same way every time to build a pallet. But what happens when there's a lot of different SKUs and cases that you need to manage? Yeah. Well, it, it then it becomes a, a pretty large engineering effort where you mm -hmm. have to create a lot of recipes. But we actually have algorithms to, to build out those pack formations okay. automatically. Mm -hmm. So you no longer need to sit there and figure out, okay, for this case, what does the pallet look like? Right. We can do that on the fly. So for palletizing, that's a huge value. The other yeah, piece yeah. is being able to build mixed case pallets. So different cases, you know, maybe you're, you're a, a retail company and you're at a distribution center and you want to send a mixed case pallet to a store, that's, that's a difficult application because usually it has to come in the right sequence so that you can build the, yeah. the, the pack the right way yeah, so it doesn't fall. To, where to put it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we've, we've found that there's a lot of companies out there that are building mixed case pallets with, with humans today and okay. you know there's guys at the end of the line grabbing cases and throwing them off to the side to like buffer them yeah. until they can kind of visualize okay what is this pallet going to yeah, look like exactly right. and then building it up on the pallet you know yeah. once they kind of have it's everything like Tetris, in front of them right? exactly yeah. they're, they're playing a little game of Tetris so yeah. we we can go all the way from the, the spectrum of you know we're going to tell you what order to send all the cases and, okay. and you're going to send them in the exact sequence and we're going to pick them up and build this mixed case pallet hmm. or all the way on the other one we have no idea what's coming yeah. We're going to use vision to, to look at the box, figure out what it is, mm. put it off to the side the same yeah. way that the human does today. And then once you get enough cases to figure out what that pallet should look like, you can then build the pallet with the robot. So really Interesting. a, a okay. new feature that allows you to kind of drop in, you know, in a scenario where there's not upstream sequencing, right. drop in a palletizer robot to handle mixed case scenarios. So that's mm. that's a big feature that we're, we're showing here at the show for palletizers. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. So, so the robot itself. I'm curious about this where it, it drops them off to the side as, as the buffer, right? I mean, just like you know, a human would do, as you said. So, yeah. so I, I mean, how does the robot know, like, okay, now let me look at my buffer and see if I can fit something in here. How, how does it know that? I mean, it's pretty that's, intelligent. That's yeah. the power of, of the controller. So that yeah. is really not just like, the model's not just like a 3D CAD representation of the environment, but it's okay. tracking all of this state information. Yeah. So it's it knows where it is because it picked it up and yeah. dropped it off. And in the scene, you know, you can actually see the digital twin in real time. Mm -hmm. You will see the cases that we picked up in the scene exactly where they are. Oh, wow. So we know where we put it. Yeah. So we can go back and pick it up later. Hmm. Very interesting and, and incredibly smart as well for the robot. I mean, because, you know, a lot of times I think, you know, we think of the, the robot thinks in, you know, black and white, basically. This, this goes here, yeah, it just goes here, and that's it. But now it's like thinking again. It's getting smarter. So it's, it's really pretty incredible. So so you mentioned that's, that's one of the cases that you're showing here at Modex, but I think you said you had about four use cases you were showing. So talk to us a little bit about the, the other ones you have. Sure. Our, our booth is, is actually a, a spectacle. There, there, a are, spectacle. Okay. there are four different robot brands. So we work yeah. with all of the major brands. So okay. we have a, a Fanuc, we have a Yaskawa Motoman, we yeah. have a Kawasaki, we have a Mitsubishi, all in our booth, uh -huh. all powered by the Mujin controller and doing okay. different tasks. And then we have essentially inbound and outbound for the case, mm. for the for, for cases on one side. So mixed case depalletizing is feeding into mixed case palletizing. Okay. And then we have one of our partner organizations, MHS, the mm. Systems Integrator Partner Force, oh, yeah. okay. and they're they're doing an autonomous vehicle in our booth, and mm. they're essentially delivering the mixed case pallet back to the depal to start that full okay. sequence over again. Yeah, interesting. And, yep, and yeah. then the other side of the booth, there's a lot in our booth. <laughs> well, you said it's a spectacle. So it, yeah. It's a spectacle. There's also a mezzanine, so you can overlook, so please oh, wow. come on okay. by and, and come check out the uh, the mezzanine, the robot observation, yeah. is what we're calling it. And 
So on the other end is a, is a micro fulfillment solution where we have autonomous vehicles, right. um, like bringing single skew totes, like plastic containers, okay. to a robot that can pick different sized containers mm-hmm. and then put it onto a, one of our other partners, Tompkins Robotics, oh, yeah. and those smaller tabletop robots mm-hmm. uh, that's then bringing it to a piece picking cell to build from single skew totes into mm-hmm. a mixed order and then dropping it down to like what would be packaging. Mm. So so we've got the, the case side of the warehouse and we've yeah. got like the each yeah. or the piece side of the warehouse both in our booth. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking, with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Very interesting, and uh, you mentioned something there about the the micro fulfillment, right? Solution. So, so uh, micro fulfillment is something I'm very interested in this year, actually. So, so with that being said, I mean, when you look at micro fulfillment, obviously, you know, space is a constraint sometimes, hence the micro, right? So, so how do you navigate being able to get? Because you mentioned about I don't know, maybe like three different robots in that solution there. So, how do you navigate and uh, making sure that the robots can can maneuver? In that, in that tight space and still get enough efficiency and, and maximization of the space utilization there? Yeah, that, that's a great question. And normally with traditional robotics, you would have to build all of this and right. then like explicitly code You know, where is the robot going to go and yeah. what are all of the, the parameters around the movements to optimize the movements within a smaller space. Mm-hmm. But with our design, with, with the Mugen controller, you're just modeling the space and then it determines mm-hmm. with like forward inverse kinematics, understanding how the robots maneuver, it it will do the real-time motion planning to Mm -hmm. decide what's the most optimal grasp point, what's the most optimal trajectory, what's the most optimal release point. Mm -hmm. It will figure out all of the possible scenarios and pick pick the best one. So optimizing Mm -hmm. that space with the robot arm side is actually something that we do very well. And then we work with partners typically to figure out what's the best overall solution, what's the best layout when you combine all of these technologies. We have a lot of expertise there, but we rely on our our system integrator partners for their technology pieces. How do those fit within the robot cell? Very interesting, yeah. Yeah, I was curious about that because, you know, there's a, obviously with micro-fulfillment, you, if you can utilize automation and robotics, you can you can maximize your efficiency and, and output, but then at the same time, you're you're tight on space, typically, you know, the micro. So, so I was curious about that. Now, you know, with this being said, I mean, it, there's a lot of different applications for the controller that you guys are putting out to, to be utilized for, which you mentioned here, and I'm sure there's, there's more to come, too. So, you know, when a company is looking, as, you know, I'm sure a lot a lot of people here at Modex are doing to either bring robotics and automation into their operation for the first time or maybe take the the next step from a simple you know point A to point B which we referenced earlier you know how do they know kind of when they're at this point of like starting to look at some something like a depalletizer or palletizer type of automation kind of taking it to almost like that that next level in their automation journey yeah it's, it's a good question when, when do you start when, right. when do you know when to start I would say that most companies out there are experiencing problems filling roles and retaining labor. And and I think that that has driven a lot to think about automation. So a lot are asking this question. And and I would say, you know, 
it, it depends on your situation, obviously. Okay. But, but generally, to get a payback on you know a larger full end-to-end solution, mm-hmm. you know you, you really need to be running a couple shifts, right, okay. uh, and, and have some some volume to your operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but generally, uh, if you're running two shifts, a system like this has a has a quick payback. It's it's within mm-hmm. a couple of years. So okay. usually, especially with with the solutions that we've created that are more drop-in replacements of existing mm-hmm. scenarios. Yeah. If you're running two shifts, we, we can get you a payback within you know a couple of years. So that, that's probably what you're looking for is, is are you running two shifts and, yeah. and do you have enough volume to where you know you need someone constantly doing that operation for, right. for that long. Okay, interesting, and, and that's fair. And so the now when you bring this automation in, and, and obviously you mentioned something that I think we're all experiencing lately is the not lately, but for quite some time now is the, the labor shortage, right? So, so you said you have a couple implementations already in process and already in place. So, so are you seeing that? For these operations that are bringing in the, the applications that you guys are putting together for them, is it really helping them to to address this issue and I guess reducing some of the stress of trying to fill roles in, in those spots? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I, I think and, and also transform the way that they've done their operations. Mm. I would say. Yeah. So most of the implementations that we have today are full end-to-end solutions combining robotic arm technology okay. uh, with, with mobile, different mobile robotics technologies yeah. and, and even some pretty novel like you know, conveyor technology as well. Mm. But, but really that's both changing the way that they work and making yeah. them more efficient and, and getting them ready for more demand because that's another piece that's been happening over the last couple of years okay. is there's a huge demand and, and getting them more prepared to fill that demand. So I would say that's a working with some of the more the newer more advanced technologies in the in the mobile robotics space we think robot arms and mobile robots work really well together and have this nice effect when they, when they're together to where you can actually reduce the, the, the overall labor that you need to do an operation so hmm. we, we make that simple we, we can actually work with we are hardware agnostic there yeah. as well we can work with every mobile robot company and, and what we do we don't do the navigation per se or deployments we work with partners for that but right. we manage those interactions how does it come into the robot work so how does it go away from the robot work so we, we can manage all of that hmm. Very interesting, and it, yeah, I think it's it's a great thing that we can start to get to this this point where the the robots can start to work together because you know here yeah, a lot of times I think as as robots were coming into this space and you know actually getting a reception and people were adopting them it was kind of like a lot of the robotics companies were just focused on one aspect of the operation and now we're getting to this point where it's like you know I, well I. I need every aspect of the operation, right? So, so it's good that we're able to bring these things, like you guys are bring these controllers that allows these things to happen and interact, like you said, the robotic arm with the uh, robots as well. So, so very interesting stuff. And you know, if people want to find out more information about Wujin, how can they do that? You guys are brand new, so we want to get out there, right? Absolutely. I'd say go to our website. That's that's mm-hmm. the best place to find us, and that's Wujin M U J I N dash Corp C O R P dot com. Okay, great. And and Mujin, I, I got to ask, is it does it have any kind of meaning at all? Yeah, it does. It's, it's, a, it's a Japanese or, word, yeah. and I would say there's a, a couple of ways to relate it to, to English, but okay. essentially, it, it, it in some regard, it, it means automation itself. It, if you directly translate it, something like right. no person, but it, 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 oh, it has this other okay. way of translating it to be like limitless. So so the mm. from what I understand, it, it it's the intent is being able to. Uh, automate is kind of the general theme right. and that, and that's a big vision for us is 
to, to really help companies and, and help people at the same time. So helping people not have to do some of these more laborious jobs right. and, and, and you know, hurt themselves over their career because they're just moving thousands of pounds of boxes a yeah. day. Yeah. So we, we want to get humans in more creative tasks. That's a, that's a big value driver for us. Hmm. Very interesting, and I, I love the translation there, and I, I think the, the mission, too, that you just mentioned is, is incredible as well, and I think that's the, the way to go. I mean, like you said, you know, people can be lifting thousands of pounds over, you know, certain periods of time, and, and they just, it wears on you, and it's it not good over time, so we want to make them in a better position and, and help them to to be more successful in, in life and enjoy their life a little more, too, right, without pain, so it's definitely a good thing. So, so Josh, thank you so much for coming by the booth, and I'll see you on the robot observation deck right come on over yeah. thanks for having me Kevin <laughs> alright thanks so much Josh and we'll put more information about Mujin at thenewwarehouse.com and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show you've been listening to the new warehouse podcast with Kevin Lawton subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from The New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for The New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.